Welcome back to the final hour of Thursday's tip today. Delighted on a Thursday to be joined, as always, by Muriel Cuddy, our health expert. Muriel, good morning. Morning, And Happy New Year. Yes, we're back. How was Christmas? Uh, I got sick. Oh, no, not you as well. The same as everybody else. The fluish thing. Oh, Christmas night, literally. It was absolutely fine until I downed tools. And the minute the pyjamas went on to stay on, all of a shot, uh, I was hit like a ton of bricks. At least yeah. you got the dinner out of the way. Well, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, oh, I did. No, was it the flu thing? Totally, yeah. Just knocked sideways and yeah. still knocked mm. sideways with it. And like, I love to hit the new year. Yeah. Like with the ground running that I'm flying. But I'm not flying this week. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just mind yourself. I feel that as well. It? The body is tired and yeah. I still feel congested. Yes, yeah. All of that is all yeah. still there. And like, I'm normally a million miles an hour by the 3rd or 4th of January like decorations down houses yeah. done back or no decorations down yet mine only came down yesterday oh. like mine are normally down like a couple of days after Christmas and the yeah. boys are looking at me thinking she's definitely not with us she's <laughs> definitely not right <laughs> but anyway we get there and like we that's will. one of the things isn't it? I'm listening to you during the week and like people are saying be kind to yourself and you know the New Year's resolutions and all of that yeah like just pull back a little like because it is peak time for this I'm this is January now I'm getting healthy and going to the gym I'm on a diet yeah. but like is that the wrong approach or is well, it the right approach it's 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 no that's the wrong approach is in I've had so many phone calls this week right and I'm answering the phone myself this week and it's funny because normally it's weight loss weight loss weight loss and like we're booked out in relation to weight loss for January but the phone calls I'm getting are blood results are bloods can I get my blood done, Muriel? Um, I feel miserable. My energy levels are on the floor. Yes, I got through Christmas or whatever. Didn't overdo it even too much in food. I'm getting this from a lot of people, mm. but I feel really miserable. Yeah. What do I need to do? So that's what I want to talk about today because there are so many different things like, like what sugar can do within the body and what different things can do. So for me, it's a softer approach, but it's more, what would you say, more hands-on approach. So don't tear off into the gym. Maybe go and get your bloods done. Maybe go and get some sort of a body analysis report done. Maybe let somebody sit down with you and say, right, OK, these are the steps you need to take. Mm. Let's do it gently. Let's take it a day to a week at a time. And by the end of January, like that's what, we've 28 days or 27 days left in January. Yeah. If we can do it that way and you start feeling a little bit better every single day, by the end of January, you're coming into February in a much better place. And then for me, if you want to join a gym or you want to go out and beat up the roads and do all that kind of thing you're in a better headspace yeah. and the weather is getting a bit better and why is it that it's always this time of year that people have that kind of crisis of health or crisis of well-being well I think we eat so much over Christmas don't we and like December is looking forward to all the different things that are coming mm. and then you're hitting January and it's a new year and like I think it's what is is the trepidation what's the word I'm looking for Everybody's it's like the fear yeah. Yeah. yeah of like I need to be doing 50 different things like I'm maybe I'm 30 this year maybe it's 40 maybe it's whatever but you're thinking in your head like I should be doing things like should you be doing things you know yeah. I think the most important thing that pe- people should be doing in January is minding themselves mm. that for me is the biggest piece because if the immune system goes down and we hear that so many times like COVID and all the different the minute the immune system goes down you're wide open to getting everything yeah. and the minute you start getting things your immune system takes so much longer then to come back up again so you've got to be well that's the number one you've got to be well mm. and that's why today I brought blood, a blood result report with me Ali because they can be hard to read and understand yes. can't they yes And what's in the blood result, that's literally what I look for as a number one. So if you see, it starts off there with kidney profile. So again, I'm finding... So that's urea, is it? That's your urea creatine, that, that, that part of it. I'm finding a lot of different parameters out here. So if there's inflammation in the body, dehydration, um, somebody's on a really high protein diet. So that's another thing. This time of the year, we pick up diets like social media. Yeah. Is it intermittent fasting? Is it like the keto diet? All of these different things. Don't take these on unless you know where your health markers are at. Like I had a lady that came to me about three weeks before Christmas 
really good. She said she was on a really like strict, good diet or whatever, doing everything right in the gym, all of that piece. Um, and she said to me, will you do my bloods and do whatever and let, let me see where I'm at. When the blood res- results came back, I had to ring her literally within 24 hours. Her kidney markers were through the roof. Really? Her uric acid, which is another inflammatory marker in the body, was through the roof. Um, what, what else was elevated? Blood sugars are fine. There was three or four different things. Her cholesterol was elevated, right? When I delved deeper into her diet, she was on a, um, a keto diet. So she was on a high protein diet, which had a lot of saturated fat. So number one, the saturated fat was affecting her cholesterol levels. She was 57, I think. The um, acidic nature of the diet she was on was affecting her kidney profile um, wow. and also the uric acid profile. And her hydration levels were on the floor. So her electrolyte uh, imbalance was out and it was all purely down to the diet that she was on, right? At a certain age, our body can process certain things, you know, and then different body types can process different things. So that was her. Within two weeks, you just, you couldn't believe it. She came back down two weeks, done the blood results again, right? Within two weeks, her uh, kidney profile was back to normal. Uric acid was back to normal and her cholesterol had dropped by, I think she was 6.7. It was down to like 6.1 or whatever, her total cholesterol, Mm. right? So that was only two weeks of... Changing things around, to bring yeah. it, and all I done was brought her back to normal. So I would said, that indicate that keto, like all diets, I suppose, they're not going to suit everybody? No, not no, totally not. And like, n- no diet that's like, what would you say, restrictive, is going to suit the body yeah. in the long term anyway. Like the body is made to take in like certain certain amounts of food. Like we need a certain amount of plants. Like mm. we need fruit, veg, whatever. We need a certain amount of carbohydrates to be well and healthy, you know, and it's the good ones. But why is fasting so good then when that's really restrictive? No, so fasting, it depends on the person as well. Right. And I spoke in detail about to Fran about this um, just a few weeks before Christmas. Intermittent fasting doesn't work for people like, say, you and me at, at our age profile. Yeah. Not saying you're younger than me. Well, I'm not, I'm not young, Muriel. No, but you know the hormone piece. So when yeah. the hormones start kicking in at all, perimenopause, heading into the menopause, intermittent fasting doesn't work. Right. We need like a steady state of three decent meals a day. You need to keep everything on a, a, a decent level um, playing field, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like you don't get the sugar dips, you don't get the highs and the lows and all of that. Intermittent fasting works, yes, most certainly for, say, um, type 2 diabetic, um, uh, cardiac profile, people that have parameters that are wrong. To reduce or limit their food for a certain level length of time during the day does work. Mm-hmm. And all the research in that is there. But it depends on how you do it and how long you're doing it for. And the other thing is, intermittent fasting works for a lot of people because people like to drip feed and we like to snack. Yeah. And it stops all of that. So you know if you're fasting, you can't put food into your body. So it stops you eating even more of the wrong stuff than the right stuff, to yeah. be honest. And that's why it works for more people than, say, if you're healthy and you eat three decent meals a day, you honestly don't need to intermittent fast, you yeah. know, because everything is going to be where it needs to be. I do love a fast, though, but the fa- the hardest part of the fasting is the first meal you have afterwards because then you just turn into a glutton That's and you want everything. You That's yeah. the problem. And if you can do it, and I, the first two ladies I'd in yesterday, if they're listening, like I have to, like a massive boule of os, like one of the girls lost nine pounds from the first of December, like wow. to yesterday. Over whatever, Christmas. Over Christmas. Well done. And the other girl has four stone, four, just under four stone, um, lost since this time last year. Wow. So she was 13 stone last January and she's nine stone something this January. So just have to give them a massive yeah. whatever. But yeah, the intermittent, come back to intermittent fasting, that meal, these girls have gotten it right as in 
um, when they break the fast or whatever, one of them, she's younger and she's doing the intermittent fast piece, she's able now to make sure she sits down to a really good meal that's prepped. Mm. So she'll sit down to her chicken, her potatoes, her veg, whatever it is, but she'll prep. It might be stir fry, it might be whatever, but she'll have loads of really good food in it yeah. that she's full after that, you know, and then she can have a dessert or she can have whatever she wants after that, but she knows how to eat now. Yeah. Um, and because she's doing it consistently well or consistently for, what habits are huge, Ali, habits are huge. That's the consistency piece. Two words I use all the time, every single day, even with the kids, consistency and discipline. They're the two words. If you can get that piece right, the habits then eventually form that you don't want to go back and do the other piece wrong. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. 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 So to keep it, uh, to keep the consistency going. To go through the blood results then, we've, we've is that cre- creatinine? Creatine, yeah. Creatine, yeah. So the first three is your kidney profile. Okay. Then we move down along and there's about seven parameters in your liver, right? So with the liver profile, I'm seeing a lot of parameters out here as well. So non-alcoholic fatty liver has tribbled in the space of the last three or four years. Wow. Okay. And non-alcoholic fatty liver. So when I say to somebody, your liver results are wrong, they nearly die and they say, oh, well, I don't drink. Or I drink like once a week or whatever. It's not the alcohol side. It's the processed diet side. Right. And it is, our liver isn't able to cope. Like it just can't process the rubbish that's coming through it. So that side is huge. Gamma GT, dehydration, etc. So that's the liver piece. If the liver piece is wrong, I most certainly get the cholesterol level wrong then because the, like our uh, cholesterol is um, mopped up and absorbed in our liver. So our HDL mops up and absorbs the bad cholesterol and triglyceride side in the liver, right? So you can picture if the gut is wrong and the gut is under pressure, right? And it's it's the wrong foods are going in or whatever, that's going across to your liver. Yeah. So then the liver is going to be under pressure, right? So the liver leads to the cholesterol. So those two are normally out, right? Down along then we go to your sugars. So blood sugars... I often don't get blood sugars being elevated with cholesterol. I'll either get the blood sugar elevation piece or I'll get the cholesterol elevation oh, piece. Okay, I thought they go hand in hand. They don't really. They don't really, which is, you know, you, you would you would think it's strange, but it seems to be somebody either has like a high saturated fat diet or they have the high sugar diet. Right. You know, but it doesn't seem to be both at the, at the same time. Yeah. And then you see the minerals there, like you have potassium, um, calcium, magnesiums, a uh, lot of magnesiums on the floor lately. You know, if your magnesium is low, we know how many different different bits and pieces of the body that that drives cracked, mm. like muscle spasm, all of those things, you know, your feet driving you mad at night, cramps, all of that. That's a huge deal. The next one then is C-reactive protein. So C-reactive protein's on the next page. Um, that's an inflammatory mark in relation to uh, cardiovascular disease. But if you have... Um, elevated um, C-reactive protein markers, it doesn't have to be. Um, it can actually be that there is a high level of inflammation in the body. Now, most of the time it's supposed to be under five. I'm getting 14s and 19s. Really? Yeah. Now, the big thing about markers like that, like that and uric acid, they drop really fast. If you change your lifestyle and change your diet, these markers come down like within yeah. the space of a month, you'll see a really big difference. And can you tell where the inflammation is from the blood test? Most of the time for me, I can tell where the inflammation is from the lifestyle. So it's literally once I sit some, somebody down and I go through it because you have another report there. Have you or have I it here? This one. You see the body analysis report? Yeah. So the body analysis report links directly with the cholesterol or the, the blood, blood report, right? So if you have high cholesterol, you're going to have a high level of visceral fat. So visceral fat is internal. So even slimmer people can have a high level of visceral fat if they have a high saturated fat diet or they're eating a lot of sugar, right? Is the visceral fat the one around the tummy? Yeah, internally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm getting so many of them lately and I'm getting, and that's so hard to try and move. So I could get visceral fat levels. Some are up like at 24 and 25. You see that one there, like it's down in the green or whatever. But mm. even if it's at 11 or 12, I have to see that moving because when I see that moving, I know we've switched on your metabolism. I know the health markers inflammation is 
starting to drop. I know the body is starting to become more well and more healthy. So like even without doing the bloods, if there's a high level of visceral fat, you know straight away somebody's lifestyle is wrong. You know yeah. that their food intake is wrong. The other one on that one there, which links in with the bloods again, is the hydration status. You see that at the very bottom. Mm. So again, the hydration yes. for people is a huge one. And this is the time of the month for me that I see all of these parameters are out in people, right? So if your hydration level is on the floor, we've spoken about this so many times, you can't control, like your, your body temperature can't regulate itself, like your, your cholesterol, your blood pressure, every single thing, like the sugar within the body, nothing can um, function properly if your hydration status is on the floor. Your electrolyte imbalance is going to be out. You're going to feel more tired. You're going to feel more unwell. You're going to feel more anxious and more stressed and everything under the sun. So like simple things for me would be if you can up your water, if you can reduce your sugar, if you can eat three meals a day for the next month or so that are decent meals, you know, that you, you're, you're getting your... Like mammy dinners. Do you know the way we call... Yeah, I say it all the time. Like, yeah. to simplify it. So instead of beating yourself up, yes, of course you have the treat. Like, it's still 80-20. Like, don't go on anything mad. Porridge, Weetabix, eggs, brown bread, something like that at breakfast time and have a breakfast. So you're going out the door. It's miserable. It's rotten. It's cold. Go out the door hungry. You're going to be miserable. By 11 o'clock, you are going to have your head stuck in any basket of scones or whatever you pass, whatever you want. You're going to literally feel like be shoveling it in. Uh, By lunchtime, you're having something decent again. If it's only just a bowl of soup and brown bread, but it's something decent and wholesome. Like Mm. it isn't the time of the year for salads. People say to me, you know, even bread and sandwiches, you can have a really nice brown bread sandwich. Like tuna, salmon, chicken, eggs, avocado, loads of greenery, whatever, you know, do one decent shop a week. So like, yes, everything's gone through the roof when it comes to food or whatever. But if you're eating out like one takeaway in a week is 70 or 80 euro. Easily, yeah. It's crazy. It's stupid. Like if you have going to a filling station or a deli or whatever, like what are you spending? You're not going to come out without spending 10 or 12 euro if you're buying food, you know. So like if you add all of that up, one decent shop, like spend, say, 200 euro or whatever, minus 250 probably mm. a little bit with it but if I do a decent shop that shop will do us for the week yeah. so like if there's plenty of chicken and turkey and all the bits and pieces there I buy tins of tuna I buy things that I can have in the end of my handbag buy your nuts buy all those bits and pieces there's your lunch covered Have and you a tin of tuna in the bottom of your handbag? <laughs> have you? We have a couple yeah Muriel do I you? Know, the weight of that handbag I know I know I know there's everything in my handbag what turns upside <laughs> down but tuna and nuts for me would be two of the big ones yeah yeah because like nuts people have a fear of nuts again nuts are really good fat like it's an essential fat they just feel very claggy in the mouth or something no don't they? the body burns it immediately right. the body craves essential fat so like if you're eating eggs avocado tu- avocado tuna fish um, nuts things like that like the body will burn that immediately yeah. that's your brain health like the neuroinflammation mm. that goes on in the body like and we wonder why we feel unwell we don't get these proper foods into us mm. and then your mammy dinner in the evening yeah. yeah be it a stir fry be it like something really simple my 14 year old rang me yesterday and he wanted me to talk him through how to cook spuds can I say spuds potatoes yeah. in the air fryer um, and he said to me I just want spud and beans ma'am there's no one here to give me any whatever oh the poor child <laughs> he cooked him and he'd done them and I got like five different video calls right but like you can't go wrong with food like oh, that yeah. so like he had that at lunchtime yesterday he was fine then like normally when I come in the door he's shouting at me like where's dinner where's dinner we're starving we're whatever you know did you bring anything but like something as simple as that even in the evening time when you come in from work yeah. he had it cooked at 14 in the space of 10 minutes like, play to 15 him. minutes or whatever yeah well you, you needs must isn't it Sally yeah, if you live with me if you want God's sake I wouldn't mind that so yeah, that's but, kind of diet done yeah. right what about exercise then you don't need to be rushing to the gym then in January do you? No you don't need to be rushing to the gym but can I just run through a piece here right as to how quickly the body can heal itself Mm. right so new stomach cells literally every three to five days so if you can cut the sugar and cut the rubbish 
your stomach is going to be back within three to five days. Uh, new skin every four weeks. Oh. New red blood cells, which is your immune side, every three to four months. A new liver every two years. Okay. A new liver? A new liver every two years. A whole new body every seven years. And a new skeletal system every decade. So like the body is incredible. It'll heal, it'll repair, it'll regenerate. But you've got to find the root cause of if you feel unwell and you feel miserable. I, I put a post up, I'd say about two months before Christmas in relation to sugar. It got 60,000 views and I'd say about two and a half thousand comments. And it was literally like, you shouldn't feel tired. You shouldn't feel anxious. You shouldn't feel stressed. You shouldn't be miserable. You shouldn't crave the wrong foods. You should be able to sleep or that earlier on. You should be able to sleep at night. You should have energy to get out and go for a walk. Mm. So there's about seven things that I put up on it. The body is able to do all of those things. If we can just take a step back and say to ourselves, right, OK, where do I need to start? So going to the exercise piece, right? So the exercise piece for me is massive, right? If a woman, um, an obese woman exercises every day, she'll live longer than the person that doesn't exercise. Right. It's really, really important that we exercise. The same with a man. Man, if you don't um, exercise, you, do, you will die sooner. For every hour of exercise we do, we add three hours onto our life. Wow. Like, that's massive. Yeah. So I'm not talking about you're going off out running the road. You're not. You're literally like, you take the stairs. Like, don't ever take a lift unless you're lift, lifting heavy boxes. You leave the car, like the two or three car parks away that it's whatever. Just do the simple things first. They're mm. the simple things. And then do 20 minutes. You know, and people say it's, it's miserable or whatever. I have a lot of people that come into me that haven't exercised in a while. Or there might be injuries or there might be hips or knees or whatever. Or they might be just self-conscious to actually put on a... a high vis jacket and go out and walk the roads or whatever it's two that I say walk around the house walk up and down your avenue do mm. 20 minutes until you're slightly out of breath or buy a skipping rope so if you're able to move to that extent a skipping rope is like just fantastic yeah if you only do 10 skips and then you're on 100 and then you're on 200 you're out the back and nobody sees you even use your like your, your back door step your whatever just do 20 minutes but the secret to it is you have to be slightly out of breath Right. So you can't hold a conversation or a proper conversation with somebody. So if you're slightly out of breath for that 20 minutes and you do 20 minutes, seven days a week, that adds up over time. And you mm. can increase it as the weather gets better. Because a lot of people will join the gym and it's very expensive. And like I, I hate the gym and I, a lot of people it's hate It's intimidating. That's the thing about the gym. You're yeah. either a gym person or you're not. Yeah. And it is intimidating. And you walk in there and people are lifting weights and they're running on treadmills and they all seem to know what they're doing and they're all banging away with they their look headphones amazing. on. And, yeah, all in their gear and whatever yeah. it is. No, I think if you're in the space that you're just starting out, for me and for the mental health side, yeah. I think to get yourself outside now that the sun is starting to come out again and the sky is there, like one of the biggest things here we don't we don't get is vitamin D. Like vitamin D is massive. Mm. Like we got two different messages from people in Spain over Christmas, you know, Kyle is out there or whatever. And like they were sending us um, pictures, you know, was it Stevens's Day or the day after? They were out walking with the dogs like with short sleeves and whatever. We don't get that here in Ireland. Yeah. So we have to get it from somewhere else. The first place you get it from is your food. So you literally try and eat as well as you can. The second place is get off your backside and get outside. So even if you walk outside the door and walk to the wall and walk back again, the fact that you're actually getting blue sky and sunlight um, into the body mm. and on the body is going to make you feel better straight away. Yeah. Muriel, a listener is wondering, the lady that lost the four stone, had she exercise also? In the beginning, we didn't because I don't put anybody under pressure. So in the beginning, I had to go through her lifestyle. She hadn't done anything for a very long time. And her, her, the education piece on food for me was the number one. 
so to actually work with her on that piece so we started very softly so we'd done about three to four weeks of that and I had to see that her markers were starting to come down that it was working her metabolism was completely switched off she literally even if she had been eating nothing it wasn't going to work for her wow. you know this thing of you eat nothing all week long and send up in the yeah. scales on a Friday and you have pound weight on and you're looking to yourself thinking Lord almighty like where am I going that's where she was at she had done every so-called conventional diet under the sun I'd say Ali for about 10 years so she was in a state and she mm. said if this doesn't work this time I'm absolutely at nothing oh, but um, we switched on in metabolism so that took us about a month and when we got that working then for me it was about right let's get the runners on now and, and it was all very softly like yeah. I don't wouldn't like you don't do what you're not able to maintain for life that's, that's the thing. literally yeah. Yeah. yeah another listener saying um, I gave up drink for Christmas which I was very fond of I bought milk thistle dandelion artichoke ask Muriel how and when I use them yeah, so I take them in the morning. So the milk thistle, I love milk thistle in, in like the, I just use the drops in water in the morning. Um, be very careful with things like this. So they're great and use them in the morning, you know, before breakfast or whatever. Be careful anyone that's on blood thinners or anything like that. So if you're on any medication, make sure you ask your doctor before you just go and take, go and take any herbs because herbs are the same supplements. Like they mm. can have an adverse effect on the body as, as a good effect. One of the other things is, um, which is a big deal, well done. The, the person that gave up drink over Christmas um, to drink things instead of drinking tea now at this time of the year drink green tea or drink chamomile tea or, though, no, but if you drink something like that you're not going to reach for the biscuits because yeah, you know the true. way it goes you with like a tea and biscuit and the same tea. with the wine and stuff like if you open wine you're going to want something with the wine yeah. so that person that gave up the alcohol I bet their food was 10 times better yeah. you know than what it would have been so just to make even with the coffee like give up the lattes and the cappuccinos and like they're a treat they should that's they were only ever made to be a treat so like if you're standing outside a coffee shop in the morning and you're going to put a bucket full of milk with sugar and god knows what into you and think that it's your breakfast and think it's switching you on for the day you're like in fool's paradise get can your you, ordinary black coffee if you want but can you ever get to like green tea I like green tea but Do I leave you? it go cold yeah I don't really do you know the best thing you can drink at this time of the year boil the kettle and just drink cool boiled water so literally have your kettle. Do you know the way people are like, so you've got your bottle of water there beside you and you're mm. looking at the bottle of water and like... It's full be, though, Muriel. Well, that's something... Like, yeah. You probably have been swimming I know, swimming I see your eyes judging. But you've probably been after swimming and everything this no, morning. No, I have a kettle of Red Bull there beside it. I wasn't even going to mention that. That was Fran now. I would have held him to account immediately. <laughs> literally. But when you're looking at bottle of water like that, it's really daunting. Whereas like if you're at home or you're in the office, if you have a kettle, I always say to people, at this time of the year, fill the cup. So yeah. just have a cup of cool boiled water. Yeah. stay filling the cup so even if you just boil the kettle in the morning and you boil it again at lunchtime it's the best thing your system can have because our stomach likes to stay around 17 degrees it doesn't like cold stuff so if you drink like six or seven cups of water a day instead of your cups of tea or instead of trying to drink that straight away you're flushing out your system straight away you're switching you your metabolism on you just give me a on. flashback there my mother used to do, she'd fill up a small glass of water and leave it on the window yeah. for about maybe 20 minutes and then, and then drink, drink it. it fill it again yeah. and have it there because her body was able for it yeah. so she knew exactly what her body was able to take and like we again hit a certain age probably about 40 our stomach likes to stay like you know at that 17 degrees it or doesn't whatever. like so any shock it doesn't like shocks no yeah. and the other thing is if you want to put a tiny drop of lemon into it so again you know the alkaline and um acidic piece yeah so after christmas we're definitely like the bodies are so much more acidic and if you're feeling miserable it's definitely more acidic if you can just put that tiny drop of lemon or even your apple cider vinegar into it it alkalizes 
So it brings mm. it back to that pH of seven. So straight from internally, just doing one or two things, you're going to start feeling a little bit better that you won't reach for the wrong stuff, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Now, we only have a couple of minutes left. You brought our favourite thing that we oh, always love, the, the poo chart. We love you see, I'm chart. leaving Fran off the hook early, early <laughs> January. Because poor Fran goes red when I give him the poo chart. So take a look there, Ali. I hope you won't ask me to identify which one I am, are you? I'm just going to do oh that. Oh God, Muriel, don't. <laughs> but I mean, you're at the time of year where it's not, you're not going to be at your regular anyway, no, are you? No, but you need to know what your regular is. Do That's I really the biggest thing. Say? Like, like some people would say to me, what's it supposed to be like? Is it like, no, you don't. Is it like you porridge? You don't want is seven. It like, all you've got to do, no, you don't want seven. No, all you've got to do is like go be in the middle piece. So like if, if you're online at all, guys, look up the Bristol stool chart, right? You need to be in around the middle. It needs to be like a sausage. It needs to come out in one go, right? Yeah. It needs to kind of be consistent and soft. Not like like little rabbit's balls. Yeah, like the type one now is, we'll say it like goat poo, I'd call yeah, it your like sheep poo. poo. Yeah, yeah, literally. And then the last one like is watery, water. like diarrhoea. Yeah. So it's supposed to be consistent enough. Is there a time of day you should go? Is there how many times during the week you should yes. go? No, everybody is different. Right. You can be consistent every single morning at a certain time and you do it every single day. If that changes, that inconsistency means there's something happening within your gut. Your gut doesn't like it. Um, we did the very smelly fart piece, if you remember I before do. Christmas. That piece shouldn't be there. So if there is the something going on with your gut, could be too much fibre in your diet. So if you start eating this time of the year, loads of porridge, loads of brown bread, you know, loads of fibrous plants and that kind of thing. If you start getting really gassy, you need to cut that back a little, right? Okay. So all of these, our, our bodies are designed to give us signs and signals. So when our body doesn't feel well, things like smells, things like the wrong poo, things like the wrong colour urine as in it should be, you know, like kind of a straw colour for all the world, yeah. a smell off your urine, not feeling in the best, they shouldn't be there. So if you have any aim at all for this month of January, literally, try and get these kind of things right so that you'll feel so much better coming into February. Muriel, anyone who's looking to contact you, how can they do that? Yes, so it's 05261 or www.marito8020.com We got a text in from listener. I'm having a coffee and two chocolate biscuits and it's lovely. <laughs> well done. Oh, I no saw comment. her cringe. I saw her cringe, Lister. That Thanks was probably that. Fran. Probably was Fran. Thanks, Muriel. <laughs> tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie